Church, are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. To a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, 
And you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily Icast. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style, as we bring you just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. That's right, and we're glad that you've joined us today and hope you'll stick around because we got some great stuff lined up for you today, and we hope that you will uh, jump right in here with us and study along with us, have a good time with us as we look at the weather. Yeah, we're going to look at the weather even after a while. And, of course, we want to continue to pray for Israel because of all the situations going on with uh, the uh, upcoming ground invasion of Gaza. Always a hard thing to fight urban warfare. So uh, just keep all of Israel the IDF soldiers, that's Israel defense uh, uh, folks. And so let's remember them in, in prayer, the uh, Israel defense fighter, I think is what the IDF stands for. But uh, let's remember them in prayer. Let's remember all the innocent people in prayer. And a lot of people right now are trying to uh, figure out, should this uh, uh, war be, uh, be retaliated like Israel's going to and has been uh, and all of that, all they need to do is read their Bible. All they need to do is read their Bible. And when a country come in and uh, just take David's situation, for instance, and I'll just open up with this today. Take David's situation. Uh, him and his men have been out and they come back to Ziklag. It's burnt with fire and all their family is gone. All their stuff is gone. And uh, so the enemy had captured their family and all that, and they just go and they get back their stuff. And you know what? They start wiping out the people that did it. And uh, you can read many times where the Lord said to not let the Amalekites, you know, live. Uh, So uh, when countries get invaded and, uh, and attacked like Israel was, and we were attacked, you know, in 9-11, we were attacked. Pearl Harbor, we were attacked. And look at what we did to Japan. Yeah, we leveled that place. We did. If you go back and read your history, you find out that, that, that when the atomic bomb was used, it leveled that place. And people, even in the outer areas of the devastation, died years later from cancer because of the radiation. Well, you know, um, that ended the war uh, because when you wipe out the enemy, then that ends the war. But, you know, it's a a modern-day problem that people don't read their Bible. People don't look at how that Israel is uh, God's chosen people. Um, no one really looks at that, and so they don't understand 
all that is going on uh, with uh, this retaliation. So just wanted to open up with that. Didn't want to open up on a on a down note, but uh, did want to just let you know that Israel has the right to defend themselves and to take action. And, uh, well, let's see what else we can talk about this morning, maybe get back on track, maybe get our announcements. That's a good way to get started back, get back on our announcements. And uh, let's see here what we got coming up. Oh, coming up this weekend. That's right, folks. Coming up this weekend, Saturday at 7 o'clock. You do not want to miss this service. This is going to be Brother George Scott's going to be with us, and he's going to preach to us Saturday night at 7 p.m. That's this Saturday night and this Sunday at 11 a.m. with a dinner following. So keep that in mind. That's Saturday, 7 p.m., Sunday, 11 a.m. Also, let's uh, remember CAC Trunk or Treats coming up Tuesday, October 31st, 6 to 8 p.m. And also CAC Harvest Time Crusade coming up Friday, November the 17th, 7 p.m., Brother Buddy Puckett. Saturday, November the 18th, 7 p.m., Brother James Chesser. And, of course, we got... Uh, we got Brother Michael Moffin coming up. Sunday, November the 19th at 11 a.m., uh, and that's going to uh, have a dinner following. So keep that in mind. That's November the 17th through the 19th. Also, we'll be celebrating our 10th anniversary service right here at CAC Daily ICAST online celebration Tuesday, December the 5th. Started broadcasting Monday through Friday back in 2013. Also, CAC Christmas program this year is coming up December the 10th at 6 p.m. And to round out the year, we're going to have our New Year's Eve celebration again this year. Going to have a great time, so you do not want to miss this. And that is coming up on Sunday, December the 31st, 9 p.m. to after midnight. And so that is the... Uh, announcements and of course uh i could have been putting those up and letting you see those scroll across the screen but did i no i didn't i kept you in the dark but anyway we do have our prayer requests that we need to make mention of and we're going to read off the last 10 of these uh let's remember macon let's still remember israel in prayer renee stiltner sheila spartman kevin smith Aline wallace Ashley Stiltner, Danny Ratliff, Vezran Huffman, and Kevin Lane. Let's remember all of these in prayer because we know that uh, every one of these need a touch and need healing. Uh, if you have a prayer request and you'd like to make it known, you can put it in the comment section. You can put it in the chat room. You can also send that to us, 606-282-4108 on our prayer line. You can also uh, email that to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer as we open up today's service. Lord, we come before your presence and thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us with this broadcast to be able to utilize this platform to teach your word, fellowship with your people, and to worship you. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us today, that everything we say and do will bring honor unto you. I pray that you would just get honor out of this program 
And I pray that your people from all across the U.S. and around the world will fellowship and worship you with all of their heart, mind, soul, and strength. I pray, Lord, that you would protect Israel and surround Jerusalem and bring peace to Jerusalem and the state of Israel. But we know, Lord, that uh, that your word is coming to pass, and we want to always remember that. But, Lord, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We also, Lord, pray for all of those on our prayer list, each and every name that needs a touch. Sister Pam Bartley, I pray that you would continue to touch her with healing. I pray also that you'd move in a mighty miraculous way for all the others that need a touch. It's on our list from the first to the last. We ask, Lord, that you would bring healing. Bring healing to Brother Adam Lane. And I'm thankful, Lord, that you allowed him to be released out of the hospital. Lord, you're so good to us. Bless the broadcast today. Get glory from it. And help us when we teach that we'll rightly divide the word of truth and expound it fully for it. So in the mighty name of Jesus, we ask and pray. Amen. Amen. Well, um, you know, I, I didn't broadcast yesterday uh, simply due to the fact that we had uh, we had some things uh, going on that uh, didn't allow. I had a dental appointment. Um, I had a an emergency dental appointment. You know what those are, those things that come up and uh, all of a sudden you just got to make an appointment and and uh, take care of business. Well, that's, that's what it was. It was an emergency <laughs> dental appointment. And uh, so I had to go to Charleston, West Virginia for that dental emergency. And uh, so... That's where I was at yesterday, and that's the reason we didn't have a broadcast. We, of course, don't like to cancel out any of our broadcasts. Uh, we always like to uh, we always like to have a uh, broadcast and make sure that uh, you know it's something that um, we do on a consistent basis and the same time, so that people don't just say, "Well, you know, it's not consistent," and uh, we just uh, uh, don't have, uh, you know, a a schedule that we keep or anything like that. So we like to keep that. But by the way, if you are not getting our updates and our information when we're having a cancellation, rescheduling, technical difficulties, something happens, we can't get on the air, get your phone out right now and simply text like you see right there on the screen, text at CAC Daily. And that is all you text, and text that to the number 81010. That's at CAC Daily, and text that to the number 81010. And uh, when we have a cancellation like we did yesterday, you'll get the text. Everybody that's on the list, they got the text. But if you didn't get a text, that means you're not on the list. So go ahead and get your phone out and text at CAC Daily to the number 81010. And then when we have something come up like yesterday, we'll let you know. That's the only time we send a text. You'll not be getting texts saying, hey, how you doing today? Or, hey, what's up? No, you won't be getting no texts from us like that. You will only be getting texts dealing with this broadcast. So go ahead and join today. Well, let's see if I can uh, get started this morning as we... uh, Read, we're reading our way through the New Testament or the Old Testament, I should say. 
We are in 1 Kings chapter 10. You ought to read your Bible. It's a fascinating book. Chapter 10. And when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to prove him with hard questions. And she came to Jerusalem with a very great train, with camels that bear spices and very much gold and precious stones. And when she was come to Solomon, she communed with him of all that was in her heart. And Solomon told her all her questions. There was not anything hid from the king which he told her not. And when the queen of Sheba had seen all Solomon's wisdom, and the house that he had built, and the meat of his table, and the sitting of his servants, and the attendance of his ministers and their apparel, and his cupbearers, and his ascent by which he went up unto the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. And she said to the king, It was a true report that I heard in mine own land of thy acts and of thy wisdom. Howbeit I believed not the words until I came and mine eyes had seen it. And behold, the half was not told me. Thy wisdom and prosperity exceedeth the fame which I heard. Happy are thy men. Happy are these thy servants which stand continually before thee and that hear thy wisdom. Blessed be the Lord thy God which delighted in thee to set thee on the throne of Israel. Because the Lord loved Israel forever, therefore made he thee king to do judgment and justice. And she gave the king an hundred and twenty talents of gold and of spices very great store and precious stones. There came no more such abundance of spices as these which the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. And the navy also of Hiram that brought gold from Ophir brought in from Ophir great plenty of almug trees and precious stones. And the king made of the almug trees pillars for the house of the Lord and for the king's house, harps also and psalteries for singers. There came no such almug trees, nor were seen unto this day. And King Solomon gave unto the queen of Sheba all her desire, whatsoever she asked, beside that which Solomon gave her of his royal bounty. So she turned and went to her own country, she and her servants. Now the weight of gold that came to Solomon in one year was six hundred threescore and six talents of gold, beside that he had of the merchantmen and of the traffic of the spice merchants and of all the kings of Arabia and of the governors of the country. And King Solomon made two hundred targets of beaten gold. Six hundred shekels of gold went to one target. And he made three hundred shields of beaten gold. Three pound of gold went to one shield, and the king put them in the house of the forest of Lebanon. Moreover, the king made a great throne of ivory and overlaid it with the best gold. The throne had six steps, and the top of the throne was round behind, and there were stays on either side of the place of the seat, and two lions stood beside the stays. And twelve lions stood there on the one side and on the other, upon the six steps. There was not the like made in any kingdom. And all King Solomon's drinking vessels were of gold, and all the vessels of the house of the forest of Lebanon were of pure gold. None were of silver. It was nothing accounted of in the days of Solomon. 
For the king had at sea a navy of Tharshish, with the navy of Hiram. Once in three years came the navy of Tharshish, bringing gold and silver, ivory and apes and peacocks. So King Solomon exceeded all the kings of the earth for riches and for wisdom. And all the earth sought to Solomon to hear his wisdom which God had put in his heart. And they brought every man his present, vessels of silver and vessels of gold and garments and armor and spices, horses and mules, a rate year by year. And Solomon gathered together chariots and horsemen, and he had a thousand and four hundred chariots and twelve thousand horsemen, whom he bestowed in the cities for chariots and with the king at Jerusalem. And the king made silver to be in Jerusalem as stones, and cedars made he to be as the sycamore trees that are in the vale for abundance. And Solomon had horses brought out of Egypt, and linen yarn. The king's merchants received the linen yarn at a price. And a chariot came up and went out of Egypt for six hundred shekels of silver, and an horse for an hundred and fifty. And so for all the kings of the Hittites and for the kings of Syria did they bring them out by their means. like it's about 10:21 in the morning here in East Kentucky and looks like it's going to be about 56 for the high that's right <laughs> 56 for the high and let's see if I can't get a boo in here I know boo boo yeah Fifty-six for the high, mostly cloudy, cool with a shower in spots. Let's see if we can't bring up the weather app here. And looks like that uh, tomorrow's going to be about sixty-six. Going to warm up a little bit, partly sunny and warmer. And then on Thursday, it's going to be a nice day, sixty-nine degrees, mostly cloudy. And then let's see if we can look into. Oh man, you don't want to see Friday and Saturday. 57 and 55, and then on Sunday, 60 degrees. Oh, my. What about all that? Well, I guess fall of the year is here, and we might as well get ready. Look at those lows, 43 tonight. That That's snowing weather in some places. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But uh, anyway... That's uh that's what the weather looks like in our little corner of the world. Looking at our current radar conditions, you can see that there's nothing going on but clouds right now. So um, that's what's going on in our little portion of East Kentucky. It's off to our west is the showers, but uh, don't rule out a mist. That's right, misty rain. Yeah. That's uh, about what it did going to uh, Charleston yesterday. It was uh, misty rain, and uh, it was also every now and then would pick up and just rain a little bit steady and then back off to either mist or no rain. 
But anyway, glad you could join us today on this Tuesday broadcast of CAC Daily iCast. You know this is episode number 164 of this year. That's right. And uh, this is day 290 of 365. So we're moving right along. And of course, uh, we want to uh, remind everyone that we try to put in about 200 episodes per year. And the reason we try to get that in is so that we can uh, get a total of how many episodes were actually aired. We're trying to get 200. I don't think we'll get 200 this year. Uh, It'll be close. But at the end of the year, we should still have somewhere around over 2,100 episodes as we celebrate our 10th anniversary. So, yeah, that's a lot of episodes, right? And uh, we certainly appreciate you, the viewer, because without you, the viewer, there'd be no need for me to sit here and talk into a microphone if nobody out there is listening or watching. So thank you for being a part of CAC Daily iCast. Well, let's see if we can't get into something here that we like to do. And do you have a minute? Well, if you got a minute, then you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pastor Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 18 says, To whom then will ye liken God, or what likeness will ye compare unto him? There is no God like our God. It's more than a cliche, it's a reality. He is Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. He is Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. He is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. You can't compare Him to anyone or anything, for there is none like Him. He is unparalleled. He is the only one able to do all things, see all things, know all things, and do all things. He is awesome in power, mighty in battle, honorable in character. Heaven is his throne and earth is his footstool. There is none like him. And if you got a minute, then you got time to listen to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. You can find all of those episodes on our website. Yeah, just cornerstoneapostolic.org. Well, let's see if we can't get in this. We like to get our trivia question in, so here we go. What time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps Radio and Television Broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. 
You can also go to q95fm.net and click on the list live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's q95fm.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sunday Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question is this. How long was Anna the Prophetess married? How long was Anna the Prophetess married? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results... We do have the results of Friday's trivia question. We did not have a trivia question yesterday. Well, on Friday, our trivia question was this. Who was Moses' father-in-law? And out of those that participated, well, it looks like that 100% of you got it correct. With the correct answer, Jethro. No, not Bodine. There you go. Well, we appreciate everybody that participated in Friday's trivia question. And you can get today's correct. How long was Anna the prophetess married? There you go. So uh, you can research it. And if all else fails, Google it. Well, let's see if we can't squeeze one more little thing that we like to do. And, of course, uh, this is from the Commonwealth Minute, and we want to try to squeeze this in here. Harvard students' heartless response to Israel. Yeah, this is where our higher education is uh, headed and already is there. So here we go with Richard Nelson and the Commonwealth Minute. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. Several student groups at Harvard University sparked outrage after they issued a statement supporting Palestinian attacks against Israel. The students say that they hold the Israeli regime entirely responsible for all the violence. Now, in all of their learning, the Harvard students missed the lesson on compassion and decency. When is it ever okay to cheer brutal terrorist organizations like Hamas? Such anti-Semitism isn't limited to campus either. Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib accused Israel of creating the suffering dehumanizing conditions that led to resistance. Now, what Tlaib missed is that murder is in a category apart from resistance, and Hamas committed the ultimate act of dehumanization. Sadly, our only response at this point can be to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and for those who lost loved ones. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC for Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that was the Commonwealth Minute, and we certainly appreciate you joining us today. It's time for us to take our 30-second break or so, maybe a little bit more than that. But uh, it's time for us to take that break because we got to clear up the lag so that we can record these uh, teachings, put them on the archives so people can watch them on their own time frame. Not everybody is as privileged as you to watch it live, so we make it available for others. Just joking. Everybody stick around. Don't touch that any key. Don't go anywhere because we'll be right back. 
welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountain Top Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. And we hope you're having a great day thus far and hope that you're ready to study the Word of the Lord as we are studying in the book of Revelation. And uh, we hope that you will study along with us and even study beyond what we cover uh, during this time frame. So let's just jump right into our study today. We are going to verse number 7 and this is in Revelation chapter 6. So Revelation chapter 6 and verse number 7. And it begins to say, And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was death, and hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with the with sword and with hunger and with death and with the beasts of the earth. And uh, I want to just stop right there because I want us to uh, kind of take these seals one at a time. And I want us to uh, kind of study this in a slow pace so we can uh, make sure that we try to understand as much as we can without confusing anyone or being discombobulated when we leave the broadcast. So uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. And this is going to be lesson number and episode number 1098 of our study through the Word. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here today to study your Word, to worship you. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us today as we study your Word, that you will give us the understanding that we will rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully, 
and we'll all leave here with understanding we need to understand about the book of Revelation. And Lord, we're going to give you the praise and honor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, you know, we always like to uh, preface our studies with this. Uh, the book of Revelation is simply a book of revealing. Now, a lot of people says, well, it's what's coming up on the earth or it's what's uh, getting ready to happen in the future. Uh, that's true to a certain extent. But the book of Revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ, who he is, who he is. So with that, we have to understand why it's so important that we get the revelation and see him as the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace, uh, everything we need, uh, the first, the last, Alpha and Omega. We, we studied all of that up until this point. And now we're starting to see what is going to happen upon this earth. But you know, the church doesn't have to be scared or fearful because the Lord is coming. And what's he coming for? Well, the first coming and the first understanding is the church is going to be raptured out of here. And so we'll be with the Lord. And then when he comes to bring vengeance upon the earth, then uh, the church is not going to be here to, to receive the vengeance or the, the, uh, the anger of God. So uh, with that said, let's, let's back up to verse number seven. And if you notice all of these, um, these uh, seals are opened and there is a voice uh, that begins to speak and it's, it's uh, introduced, I guess we could say, by the four beasts. Remember when we studied and there were four beasts. And um, so when you begin to see this fourth beast uh, says the same thing, come and see. And uh, so uh, whether it's to come and view or whether it's, it's uh, when, he, when the seals are open, let it come. Let whatever is going to happen come, whether it is that or whether it's come and see and understand. Uh, a lot of people interpret it different ways. They look at it and they say, well, it just means that when the... Uh, the, you know, the fourth seal is open and you heard the voice of the fourth beast say, come and see that it's, it's just saying when the seals open, come. But, uh, others say, no, uh, this is meaning that, uh, when the fourth seals open and the fourth beast says, come and see, he's wanting us to see what is coming upon the earth. So whichever you look at, um, you know, uh, and as as we say, you you need to study even beyond what we teach here because there are things that are not perfectly clear. But if somebody says, "Come and see this," if if my wife looks at me and says, "Come and see this," well, I've got to go and look at what she's looking at. So I think that uh, it's kind of telling us, you know, uh, to look at what. John's looking at. Remember, John's seeing all this unfold, and so uh, we have to uh, we have to sometimes remember that John is uh, John is still uh, trying his best 
to let us understand and see what he's seeing. And uh, so with that said, uh, we want to uh, 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 just take that into uh, kind of an understanding of, uh, of this fourth beast and uh, this fourth seal and what come and see actually means. Sorry for the distraction there. But uh, looking at verse number eight, it says, And I looked, and behold, a pale horse. So if, if somebody says, come and see, and then you look, I think this is how it's, it's uh, playing out. I looked, and behold, a pale horse, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was death, just simply death, and hell followed with him. Now, I want to uh, kind of give us a little um, background here of, uh, of something that I think is uh, going to help us better understand this. Uh, this fourth seal, this pale horse, represents death. Remember, we talked about, first of all, there was peace, uh, the rider on the white horse had no had a bow but no arrows, peace. And then all of a sudden war breaks out because a great sword was given. And uh, we find that the second seal uh, is one that uh, is a red horse, and red always represents blood. And so it's going to be a bloody war. It's going to be a lot of bloodshed. And then the third seal uh, was the black horse, which was famine. Uh, hunger, famine, uh, people dying uh, from lack of food. And we talked about the expense of that in the last broadcast. Now we're at the fourth seal. This pale horse is death. Always after war comes famine. After famine is death, right? So pale uh, means uh, sick or dying uh, and it refers to sick or dying tissue. So uh, the pale horse represents death. Uh, death claims uh, the body, and hell claims the soul. Uh, but Christ has the authority over them both. Now, the fourth part of the earth, one-fourth population or geographical area, is what... Uh, this uh, death is getting ready to come up on the earth. Now, think about that. One-fourth the population or geographical area. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. So when you look at that, and, and of course we want to uh, always look to our scripture, uh, he that sat on him was death. So we know that death is going to be widespread. And we see that hell followed him. And, uh, of course, Hades, uh, meaning, uh, you know, the place of, of, of torment. So you can look at death and torment is coming. Death and destruction. Death and devastation. And uh, so uh, with that said, let's go to verse uh, the latter part of verse number 8. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth. Death and hell has power 
over a fourth of the population of the earth, a fourth of a geographical area of the earth. Now that's understanding there's going to be a lot of death and understands there's going to be a lot of devastation. And that's why I think that, you know, the church, we need to be looking for the coming of the Lord. And, and with this war that right now is breaking out in Israel and Gaza, and this morning I even heard that Hezbollah, which is in southern Lebanon, which is north of Israel, when uh, they're, they're lobbing a few rockets over every now and then to keep them with their attention there. And now Israel is going to have to make some tough decisions. They're, are they going to go into Gaza with a ground force and, and risk the northern part of Israel being invaded by Hezbollah? Or are they going to just kind of sit tight right now and wait and see how they're going to gather together to possibly face both battles. Um, remember, every country in the Middle East that surrounds like Iraq and Iran and all of these uh, want Israel wiped off the map. And you say, why would somebody hate Israel so much? And the, que and the question can be answered simply by going back to the Bible. You know, when Abraham, uh, you know, had uh, Ishmael and then uh, Isaac, you know, Ishmael was not supposed to be uh, the, in the plan uh, for all of, all of Abraham's, uh, you know, uh, life. Uh, but he jumped ahead. Sometimes we do that. We jump ahead when God don't move when we think he should. We go ahead and do something thinking that because we have the liberty to do it, it must be God's will. Abraham probably thought the same thing. It must be God's will because here's the handmaid and now we got Ishmael. But you know what? The fighting today, yes, I want you to mark this down. The fighting today is a direct result of Abraham's mistake. That's right. It's a, dr a direct result between Ishmael and Isaac. Uh, you know, uh, when when you uh, look at Jacob, uh, you look at, uh, you know, Jacob is Israel, of course, and descendant of Isaac, not, not a descendant, not a descendant of Ishmael. Who is the descendant of Ishmael? It's all the other countries surrounding Israel. And so with that said, uh, that's why they hate Israel so much. It, it's, it's a lifelong thing. And so they want Israel wiped off the map. Even uh, Benjamin Netanyahu said this, they will not be satisfied till they kill us all. And so that is what is going on in Israel today. Now, what we need to understand is how... Uh, how this relates to Bible prophecy is what's going on in Israel right now, getting ready to usher in the presence of the Lord. I will tell you this, you better look up because your redemption is drawing nigher every day, nearer every day. 
So we don't have time to say, well, when I see a certain thing happen, then I'll get serious about serving God. You better get serious today. I tell people this all the time. If, if you're uh, not serving the Lord, you better start serving the Lord. And if you're serving the Lord, you better make sure you keep serving the Lord because all of these events are pointing. You know, the Bible says that there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. But when it starts talking about Israel, when you see uh, Israel, when you see Jerusalem compassed about with armies, then we're to look up our redemption is drawing nigh. I think we need to look at these things that are coming and understand what is coming. Once war breaks out and people are throwing this term around and people that are young don't understand this uh, terminology because World War II ended long before they were born and, uh, you know, Vietnam was before some of them were born. So not a lot of people understand the conflicts, but the World War One and Two was greater than than anything that that this world has seen because the world is involved. You know what they're throwing around now? They're throwing around the terminology World War Three. Well, when you start looking at that and you start looking at where Israel's at, and you start looking at what the conflicts are from the north and from the east, already from the west, you know, uh, all of Iran, Iraq, and all the others have it in for Israel. And so when you start looking at all of that surrounding and all of that hatred and all of that that's getting ready to happen, we need to know that it, it would be easy to understand how if World War III broke out, how a, a um, fourth of the population, if you will, because think about it, uh, one-fourth, that means three-fourths is still left, of course, but one-fourth could be destroyed simply by death. And, and war, uh, you know, war and devastation and destruction and death, famine, all of these things, the pale horse represents death. Something so devastating, so widespread, that a fourth of the population would be wiped out. Well, when you think about that, you have to understand uh, the fourth part of the earth, a fourth of the population or geographical area. You got sword, you got hunger, you got death, you got war, famine, plagues, disease breaks out when you have so much death and decay of bodies. Uh, beast, it talks about beasts, and we'll get to that in just a moment. But look at what it says: kill with the sword. So now. Um, we talked about this uh, with the rider who had a great sword in his hand. Um, is it going to just be a natural sword? I kind of feel it's going to be something greater, like the arsenal of, uh, of uh, missiles and rockets and uh, uh, bombs and, and all of those um, uh, 
things. Um, if you notice one of the terminologies, and this has nothing to do with, with what Revelation chapter 6, verse 7 and 8 is 7, but I think it's interesting that the terminology is used. They call a surgical strike, surgical. Surgical requires a knife to make precise incisions and removals. So they talk about a surgical uh, strike. Um, a sword is just a big knife, a big reference to a surgical removal of, of the enemy or uh, the enemy's attack on others. So with that, you know, you can talk about a sword or you can talk about the uh, arsenal of uh, missiles and rockets and bombs and things available in uh, military weapons. But look at also what it says. Not only with the sword, but can kill with hunger. Again, any time there is war, there is hunger. Right now in Gaza, I, I guarantee there's people dying of hunger and dying of thirst that did not die with the uh, retaliation of Israel, did not die because uh, the, the UN sent in some supplies. And you know what? Um, Hamas confiscated the supplies. It's supposed to be to the people, the innocent people, but Hamas took it. You see, Hamas is going to do what they got to do to stay strong in this battle. So they're going to eat. They're going to have water to drink. They're going to have fuel. They're going to have supplies, medical supplies, anything they can confiscate while they let the other population die. So look at this. You think of uh, war and, and you think of death, death, hunger, uh, because with war comes the the interruption of uh, all of the infrastructure. Just think about if someone dropped dropped a bomb and blew up our water supply. Uh, we get our water supply from mountain water. What if they destroyed that water supply? Now you turn the faucet on, nothing comes out. Now you turn the faucet on and nothing happens. Now you don't have water. You know how inconvenient it is when we have water outages for an hour or two. You know how, how frustrating it is when electricity's off for a couple of hours. Think about the electricity not coming back on. How easy it would be with, with the devastation of, of food being confiscated. You go to the store, there's no, there's no store to go to. You go try to get a drink of water. There's no water to drink. You go try to find a place that's got electricity. There's no electricity. You can pretty well understand how easily it would be for hunger and then death to set in. And it says, with the beasts of the earth. Now, the beasts represent not, you know, lions and tigers and bears, but it's talking about the terror of man. Um, it's, it's uh, you know, you, you, of course there's going to be wild beasts coming and, and uh, eat on the bodies and different things. But, uh, you know, the terror of man. 
it, it, it's just going to be a devastating time with this pale horse. Now, I want to read something to you uh, just in closing today because in the fourth seal, uh, just recapping everything, the pale horse is one representing pestilence and disease. Its color is livid and corpse-like, you know, uh, corpse-like. Uh, the rider is called death, which is the aftermath of war and famine. Hades is the abode of departed spirits between death and resurrection. Hades follows or followed along with death to gather the souls of the victims that death claims. Now, with the riding of the fourth horseman, one quarter of the world's population will die as a result of war, famine pestilence. This means considering the world's population, um, you know, um, in 2009, that's a long time ago, it was estimated there was uh, 6,770,000 or 770 million, 6,770,000,000 people. In that respect, one-fourth would be 1,692,500,000 people. I think that that's something to look at. This fourth seal wiping out a fourth of the population. Well, I want to close with that because I want us to understand Get ready. The Lord is coming. Get ready. The Lord is coming. Don't, don't put off today what, what you need to do to make sure your calling and election is sure. I know that we're, we're living in such a time that uh, everything has our attention. Everything has our attention. We, we live in such a time of we're so busy we got to go here we can't go to church we got to go here we we can't be faithful to the lord because we got so much more living to do well just as devastation hit without warning at israel that saturday morning this devastation is going to take place going to catch a lot of people unprepared and unaware but the Bible says for us to keep looking keep expecting keep praising him and saying today could be the day the Lord comes back for in such an hour as you think not the son of man coming let's pray Lord I thank you for the word today I thank you Lord because you have given us insight into the devastation help us to understand and correlate what's happening in Israel now to what your word says so that we can all be ready expecting and prepared Lord we're looking unto you the author and the finisher of our faith help somebody today get closer to you for it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen.
Well, that will wrap up our teaching session today on the uh, fourth seal, the pale horse, uh, which represents death and sickness and uh, corpse-like. I think that's interesting, corpse-like, you know, uh, appearance. And uh, death is what the writer is, bringing death. And then Hades is where uh, the soul, uh, you know, uh, goes. And uh, then we find uh, the fourth part of the population of the earth destroyed. And that could be in the billions of people. That was a 2009 uh, reference I gave to you. Uh, So uh, today, of course, there's more than what was in 2009. And then sword and hunger, death, famine, plagues, sickness, disease, you can easily understand how a fourth of the population could be wiped out. And then the just the terror of, of um, men, uh, you know, wars like we've never seen, battles like we've never fought, all coming upon the earth. Well, thank you for joining us today. We do have our trivia question up and running. How long was Anna the prophetess married? We want you to participate in that because we always like to let everyone know that uh, participating in that will just let you be uh, more wiser in the scripture, more knowledgeable in the scripture. Uh, scripture. So uh, try to work along with these questions. They're not just little Sunday school questions. They're questions that'll get you digging in the word. Well, until tomorrow's broadcast, everybody have a great day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.